Welcome to the Her Vibe is Pretty podcast, where you'll be guided on how to step up into your evolved woman, design your dream life, and start living it. Let's get vibey. What's up, Pretty Vibe Tribe? Welcome back to another episode of Her Vibe is Pretty. It's your girls, Sarah and Mary, and we have a very important announcement to make. Our episodes are not scripted. (laughs) (laughs) So I was telling Sarah that um, I, one of my business partners started listening to the podcast and he was like, Mary, do you guys like write out scripts for the episodes? And we definitely do not write scripts out for these. That's not the first time we've gotten that. We've been asked a lot if they're scripted and we just want to let you guys know. I mean, whether you thought that or not, doesn't matter, but they're not scripted. Sometimes we do outline a little bit just so we can stay on topic because Y'all know Mary and I and how much we can chat and get off topic. We've definitely done that before. This would be the three-hour Joe Rogan episode. <laughs> Mary and Sarah Rogan episode. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do a bonus episode like that because those can be fun. But one time when we first started recording this podcast, I think it was episode two. It was. We didn't have any outline at all, no structure. And we recorded it and we listened back and it sounded like shit. So we recorded <laughs> it. Was just it, all over the place. It. Like, yeah, it was, it was definitely a lot of different tangents, which again, those can be really interesting to listen to. And we probably should do an episode yeah. sometime like that. That's just a little bit more freestyle, mm-hmm. but we do like to have somewhat of a structure, structure just so that we can kind of stay to the point so that it's easy to follow and easy to get those nuggets of like, okay, this is what I'm going to implement from this episode. This is the lesson and the big takeaway. I feel like (laughs) when there's a little structure, it's a little bit easier to do that. So when I first started my business, I, I didn't trust my intuition and I didn't trust my higher self. The mind in me was really scared to let go. So the mind in me would script out a lot of different things And then I slowly started to lean into my evolved woman and just speaking from my body and my soul rather than from my mind. And if you're listening to this right now and you can relate, (laughs) just trust me when I say that as you continue to dive into the depths of yourself and as you just give yourself a shot and a chance to let your intuition speak, it will happen for you too. You all have the ability to just speak freely and profoundly and powerfully but you have to trust that inner guidance system to support you. And if you don't trust it, then you won't be able to do it. Right. I, I have experienced that in teaching yoga for sure. Yeah. When I first started, I had every single thing in my class planned to a T mm-hmm. and it was like so much pressure. And if yeah. I ever got off, it just felt like, where am I? I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. And it took me time. It took me practice. It wasn't just like one day I said, I'm not using this plan at all. I still go into yoga classes with somewhat of a plan, but now if I fall off track, which I almost always do, I feel so much more confident in my ability to direct where I'm going to take the class and still take it into a really amazing way. And sometimes I'm able to, in the moment, feel that inspiration of where I want to go next Mm -hmm. instead of having this rigid plan that I can't break away from. Yeah. So if you're somebody who really is a planner and you always plan things out to the T and you script things and you create this very detailed itinerary, my invitation for you is to try doing something that's not so planned, that's not so scripted, 
breathe into your body and just flow with it. Because I promise you that your evolved woman who is housed in your body is going to be able to deliver something way more impactful, way more powerful an experience. That's so much more fulfilling than the mind in you is, which is conditioned and not who you really are. So love that. Our episodes aren't scripted. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to things that make us vibey right now. Our self-love event, what's making me vibey is watching the ticket sales come in. I'm so excited. I literally go to that page and I just read all of the names and I just sit with each one of your names for a moment and think about how powerful this event is going to be for each and every one of you and how it's going to really change the game for you that night and that week and hopefully that month and for months to come. Hell yeah. I'm excited to connect with you guys on such a different level because it's it's one thing to chat in the DMs. It's one thing to interact and have you listening to this and telling us what your takeaways are and talking about that, but to be together, to breathe together, to move yeah. together, to learn and love and grow together. Oh, my it's heart. the energy. It's going to be the heart. energy of that entire event is just going to be so high vibe. We're talking all about the depths of self love. So to give you guys a bit more detail on that, we're going to go into boundary setting, loving your body, self talk. We're going to go really deep because like we've said on previous episodes, when we've mentioned this event, self love really seems to be frilly. And I feel like right now in society, there's a lot of love yourself. I love myself, but I guarantee you that a lot of women still don't truly understand what self-love is. So we're going to dive into it. It's going to be amazing. It's going, you're going to feel like you're on a cloud floating on a cloud after that event. And for the rest of the week, it's going to raise everybody's vibes. And this actually goes along perfectly with what we're talking about today. We're going to dive into how to deal with toxic people in your life or negative people in your life. And we don't, we don't have this on our list, but I think that a really great way to do that is to surround yourself with more high vibe people more hundred percent. And that's what this event is going to allow you to do. You're going to be in the energy of a bunch of people who are on that same journey as you are. Well, what's that quote that's along the lines of you are going to become like the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Something. You're like the people you, you yeah. spend your time with. I just said that to a client today and it's so true. Look at yourself, look at the five people you're with the most and pay attention to how your personality is and how you do life is so similar. And it can be so simple too. This is just a silly thing that I've noticed myself is when I spend a lot of time with someone we start saying the same catchphrases. That's us to a T. I agree. I do that so much with everybody. And that's just one way. Like that's just one simple way yeah. of just the words you're saying. So it's <laughs> Not like even words, but the way you carry yourself too. Right. There are some things that I do now and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's I'm Mary right now. That's literally Mary. <laughs> I'll like get like really detailed and I'll like put my fingers up and I'll start like talking with my hands and I'm like, oh my God. I love that. I know. I me think too. <laughs> there was something that we were talking about the other day, a little catchphrase that you say, I'm like girl, that is in my vocabulary now. <laughs> so it just proves like that is just a simple way that proves that you become like the people you surround yourself yeah. with. So when you start surrounding yourself with higher vibe people, people that are doing the things or living the life, achieving the things that you want to be achieving, thinking the way that you want to think, behaving the way you want to behave, you surround yourself with those people. You will start doing it in such a natural, authentic way. It becomes part of you. Exactly. Just like Sarah and I are becoming the same person. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> which I really low-key love. Okay, moving on. Mary, what's making you feel high vibe besides the event? Okay, so obviously the event right now is my number freaking one. I'm so hyped for it. I like wish that it was today. But the other thing that I'm really excited about is that my plants are freaking thriving. Yeah, they are. They are thriving. So I have some jade clippings. I have a couple succulents and I've actually did some like trimming and rearranging and like repotting into bigger pots because they're starting to outgrow their little pot homes. Mm -hmm. So that is actually something that makes me so happy. And I've also moved a couple of them outside because, okay, so this is cute. This is kind of like self growth Mm -hmm. related. So my friend has the total green thumb. Like they thrive at growing plants and anything. And they have so many of their plants outside. And I was like, I'm nervous to put mine outside, like the elements. And then I'm like, do you have to, what if it gets too much water? What if it gets too much blah, 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 blah. And they were like, no, when they're outside and in the elements, they have to get tougher. They have to grow Mm. thicker skin. They have to become stronger and sturdier and more resilient. That's so cool. Right? I was like, oh, that one goes deep, like beyond plant life. You can dig so deep into that. (laughs) Because when you are experiencing struggle, when you're experiencing failure, when you're experiencing things that rock you. Or just something new that may be uncomfortable at first. Like these plants are probably a little uncomfortable. Yeah. They're like, wait, we want to be in cozy indoors and the AC and the, yeah. So when you put yourself in those situations, you're forced to grow. You're forced to get thicker and stronger and more resilient, just like our plant babies. If you guys want one thing that you can do right now to help you heal, to help your healing journey, to make you happier, go buy a plant. Whether it's a succulent or go buy yourself a bouquet of flowers, that's always very healing. But there's science behind this. Once again, not a scientist, not sure what the science is, but <laughs> there's science that says that plants do make you happier. Having live living plants in your home, in your office, or just around makes you happier. And I would go buy myself flowers every Sunday and it made me so happy. It brought me so much joy. So if you're listening to this and if you're single or if you're in a relationship and your significant other doesn't buy you flowers, go buy them. Buying flowers is one of those ways that you can celebrate your everyday. Yeah. And I feel like so many people wait for a special occasion to do something like that, but learning different ways that you can celebrate your day-to-day and make your everyday extra special, like buying flowers on a whim, not because there's some event or something going Mm -hmm. on, is a perfect way. How fun. I know. Sarah, what are you feeling extra vibey about today? Okay, so I have a new one for you guys. Something that's been making me feel super high vibe, and I know this is going to sound crazy, and it, it always sounded crazy to me when my friends would talk about it, but cold showers. Ew. Not the whole, no, not the whole entire thing. <laughs> Listen, that was my first initial reaction when my friends told me that they were doing them. But I used to be a person who hated cold water. I would not jump into any body of water that was colder than like 72 degrees. But lately the cold shower thing has been coming up in one of my mastermind groups and some of my sciencey friends were talking about all the benefits and my spiritual friend was talking about how nourishing it is, and that's her meditative practice. And something I've been studying lately, I've been reading this book, and I've been studying how to experience what you would usually call pain, call pain as pleasure. Because once you can do that, it gets so easy to feel your feelings, which is something mm-hmm. we always talk about on the podcast. That's and, interesting. That does make sense. And it always comes into my life. And so an example that 
I've really been reflecting on is childbirth. It is known as a very painful experience, moaning, groaning, epidurals, numbing drugs, just horrible experience pain-wise to give birth to something beautiful. But there's a current trend called orgasmic birthing. And basically women train themselves to experience a birth as an orgasmic experience and having a child and they do it. Sounds and, way better than yeah. <laughs> what I'm envisioning for right. childbirth. Well, and the point is that what we call pain or what we think is pain in our bodies, it's really all about your perspective and you can choose to experience that pain as a pleasure instead. So I've been like, okay, how can I start when I experience some pain how can I instead turn that into a pleasurable experience? I'm just going to start small. So this cold shower thing, I know that there's a lot of benefits to it. So I decided I would start there and I'll do my deep breathing and I'll close my eyes and I'll just really hone into my breath and pay attention to my breath. I felt so blissed out during and after, and it just brought me into this really high vibe state. It got me into alignment. It's been awesome. Okay. So how long do you do this for? Not very, probably like 10 to 15 seconds. Oh, I'm starting okay. small. Yeah. And then I turn it warm again. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so that's making me feel high vibe. So uh, now that we're all feeling high vibe, let's talk about toxic people. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to bring down our vibe, but we are here today to give you five tips for dealing with people in your life right now who are toxic or maybe not even toxic, but just negative. And maybe they're just Debbie Downers. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a family member. This comes up so much. I feel like we, journeys. oh, totally. Well, we have to deal with negative people in our life at some point or another, mm-hmm. whether it's someone that you know personally have a relationship with, or even if it's just in public when you're waiting in line, I mean, or driving and someone cuts you off, like mm-hmm. you're going to deal with people with low vibes, people with negative energy at some point in your life. And a lot of us, I think, can relate to having that person, whether it is a friend that you're kind of growing apart from, a family member, coworker. I know I've had coworkers before where I'm like, I can't stand this person. Yeah, we all know, remember? (laughs) You shared the story of that crazy crazy guy. So, So we all dealt with toxic people one way or another. But Sarah and I thought it would be so helpful to come up with some real tips and ways that you can navigate through these situations and through these relationships. And I hope that they help you. You'll have to let us know which ones you've tried, which ones you use. And if there's any other tips that you've used, we'd love to hear those as well in the Facebook group. But let's go ahead and dive into the first one. Yeah. So uh, the very first tip we have for you guys is to hone into your energy, protect your energy, and hold your vibration We know that this is easier said than done. I want to explain real quick why there tends to be more toxic and negative people as you start this journey. Mary and I have said it before. Everything is all about the energy, all about the vibrations, all about the frequency. We are all vibing at a certain frequency level. And as you start to do this work, as you start to dive into your depths, release stuck energy, release old limiting beliefs and old patterns that are no longer serving you, that are holding you back, you're going to begin rising up and you're going to start living at higher energies and higher frequency levels than you've been living in on in the past. And your vibe attracts your tribe. 
So up until the point where you hop on this journey and you start evolving yourself, you are on the same frequency level as a lot of your inner circle. And so once you choose to better your life and start this journey, you innately rise. And if your inner circle doesn't come with you, then they stay on that lower vibing energy. And that is why you tend to start to notice that these people you've been surrounding yourself with are more negative and they're doing things that don't serve their evolved selves. They're living from their conditioned mind and their limiting beliefs. And it can be a tough pill to swallow. But the first tip that we have for you guys is just to do what you can to protect your energy. Totally. You want to not only protect your energy, but stay so in tune to it that when you are around people that you can feel are starting to bring you down, that you can be aware of that so that you allow yourself to reconnect and rise back up and not let those people, because like we said, sometimes you have the choice to be around them, but sometimes you don't. So it is for those situations where you know, it's a coworker and they're on your team. They're not getting fired. They're not going anywhere at this point, but you do have to deal with them on a day-to-day basis or whatnot. Knowing that when you're interacting with this person, you are doing your part to protect your own energy. And one of the quotes, and I'm going to mess this up exactly what it said, but it was along the lines of when you walk into a room, don't let your energy be influenced by the energy in the room, but instead let your energy influence the room and influence those around you. So keep that in mind as well, because when you are able to be more of that positive influence, instead of just molding and being the chameleon to whatever's happening around you, that's what we mean by really honing your own vibration and your own energy. So another tip for doing this is just to get so intentional behind what your energy is. This tip can be extremely difficult for empaths. Do you know what an empath is, Mary? Isn't an empath is someone that like can feel the feelings of the room. Right. Like they can read the vibes. Yes. And there are a lot of empaths out there. So how I explain it is... If you're somebody, yeah, who can walk into a room, for me, for example, I used to go home from college and I'd walk into one of my parents' houses and instantly I could feel all the feels of what they were feeling. Whether that was stress or anxiety, I could just, I would take it on my body. So if you're an empath, this honing in to your energy and protecting your vibe can be extremely difficult. So my biggest advice for that is to always question when you're feeling some type of way that you're not really necessarily thrilled about. So for example, if you go to work and all of a sudden you're feeling sensations of anxiety or stress, the first question to ask is, is this mine? Is this Mm -hmm. even mine? Is there actually a valid reason for me to be so anxious or so stressed out right now? And if there's not, it's definitely not yours. It's not your energy. So just take a couple of minutes to hone back into what what energy you want to be carrying in that moment. I teach my clients a tool called honing, and I can't teach it to you guys right now because you'd have to see me, but it's really just taking a moment before going into work or going into a party, or I do this sometimes before answering a phone call of specific people. I'll do this honing practice, and I'll visualize myself pretty much just like creating this energetic bubble around me. So I close my eyes, I breathe deeply. And when I exhale, I just see this white light shooting up through my body, which represents my energy. 
So I get my energy going and then I like lift one of my hands up above my head and I just pull this energetic bubble down around me. So I take three deep breaths and I see the energetic bubble and then I walk into wherever I need to go or I answer the call. And that really allows me to stay true to the energy that I'm carrying in that moment that I desire to be carrying. And if that ever wavers, I, the first question I ask myself is, is this mine? I do this a lot with my significant other. Whenever we're in a room together and I start to feel some type of way, I'll be like, is this mine or is this his? Most of the time it's not mine because I'm an empath. I take on his stress. I take on his negativity. And so the, I'm good at it now. I, I just am super observant and really aware. And that's why I invite all of you guys to start doing as well is just once again, be the observer of your experiences. If you're starting to notice that you're taking on somebody else's energy, walk away, go into another room tune back into your body and what you desire to be feeling in that moment. I love that strategy. I've never heard of it before and it seems really powerful. Yeah. That's really really powerful. So uh, let's move on. Tip number two. Tip number two is to respond with love. Mm, So probably one of the toughest ones. (laughs) I was just going to say a little bit easier said than done. And this actually, this tip reminds me a little bit about the triggering episode. Yeah. And the idea here is that hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. If that person has a wound, they're going to react to the situations around them. And a lot of times people who are negative, people who are quote unquote toxic, they are still working through those and their energy is going to be on that level. They're going to be responding from that place of hurt instead of from that place of love, which is Mm -hmm. what we are trying to do. Right. And keep in mind here that everybody, even the toxic and negative people in your life, they're all just doing the best they can for what they know, for what they were taught. I heard this on another podcast episode the other day. The guy was like, put yourself in somebody else's exact situation. If you, if your soul was in that person's body with that exact body, that exact brain, that exact upbringing, you would probably most certainly be acting exactly like they are. Right. So have compassion. This is really going to force you to let go of your ego Mm -hmm. because the ego in you will want to judge, will want to let the other person bring you down. Your ego will want to give in to the negativity. The ego will get in your way if you let it. So you really have to drop the ego here and just understand that. And with, with this said, you get to understand that they are hurt and they are acting from a place of their inner child, not their evolved self. But that doesn't mean that you have to be besties with them. And we'll get into that in we'll a little bit. We'll get into bit. that in a bit. The other thing I was going to say here is don't feed into that negativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't give them reasons to be frustrated. Give them reasons to snap at you. Give them reasons to gossip. Give them reasons to do any of that negative kind of behavior. So that's where you, as this person, on this path of self-growth development, connecting to your evolved woman or evolved man, you have the opportunity to respond with love and and honor that. Be excited about that. And, and move on. And move on. You don't have to stay stuck in their negativity. If it is just a toxic cycle, it is okay to step away. Do your part to respond with love, but you don't need to dive deep there. Right. Because if you don't respond with love and you respond with more negativity or acting annoyed by them or whatever. You're just giving into that low vibrating energy, which will allow them to stay on that low vibrating energy. But the moment that you can 
listen to a toxic person or a negative person and come back from a higher place of love and of light and of bliss and not give into that and not feed into that, you're going to shut them up. They, they can't keep feeding into negativity if you come from a positive place. So come from love and then move on. But what you said moves into tip number three. So you guys have all heard me talk about the six human needs before. And there are two that I really want to touch on here. So there are two different needs that we all need to meet. One of them is a need for contribution and the other one is a need for significance. I want you all to reflect on these in yourself first and then in others or in the toxic or negative people that you're struggling with right now. So I'm going to use the example of gossiping. Such a common example yeah. that I think we've all done yeah. or engaged in totally. and been around at some point in our life. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to use, but this can apply to a lot of different negative energies. So in negative situations. So we all have this need for contribution. We just need to feel like we're contributing to something and we all have this need to feel significant. Keep in mind that all of these six human needs are met in negative and positive ways. We all just have to meet them in whatever ways we know how to. A lot of the times people are walking around on this world unconsciously meeting all of these needs in a really negative way. And all it takes is some awareness and a choice to switch and start meeting these needs in more positive ways. And you just kind of drop the negatives. But with gossiping, gossiping is something that's a very low vibrating negative energy. And if one of your friends or somebody in your family is a big gossiper, you'll be able to feel that pull. You'll be able to feel how that takes the whole entire room or the whole conversation down into a lower vibrating place. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to feel it in your body. So just realize that if you're gossiping, if you're giving into gossip, or if you are around people that are gossiping, know that you and the other people are just trying to get this need for contribution or this need for significance met in a really negative way. So if the people are gossiping, that's why they just, they want to feel like they're contributing and you might feel the pull to join in the conversation. If you walk into work or if you go out with your girlfriends or your guy friends and everybody's talking shit about a person or a situation or a place. And even though you're on this journey and you want to stay high vibe and you want to really connect to your evolved woman, it's going to be really easy for you to give in because you need to also get the need for contribution met. So your subconscious mind will be like, oh, start joining in, start talking shit. It's okay to go back to that low vibrating place because you need to get this need met. Mm -hmm. Your conscious mind may not realize that this is going on. So just be super aware of that and know that there are so many other ways to get your need for contribution met and your need for significance met. So watch that in yourself first. So if somebody's gossiping and you don't want to join in on it, just remind yourself that it's okay not to, and that you are able to get these needs met in other ways. And if some of your friends or your family members are big gossipers and it drives you nuts and you're like, nope, that's toxic. I, I don't know how to deal with it. Just once again, come from that place of love and remind yourself that they're doing the best they can for what they know. And that's the only way that they know how to get those needs met. And it sucks for them. 
like be grateful for the fact that you are coming across this knowledge and this wisdom at this point in your life so that you don't need to stay in that low vibing energy anymore. Right. It's one of those things too. I know for me, this exact example of gossiping was a big thing. You get with your girlfriends and that's all we did was talk shit about people and like what they were doing and all these negative things. And it was so fun and juicy in the time. But as you start to mature, as you start to do more reflection and self-growth and realizing your vibration and learning about that, we we all realized, which was, I was really grateful at the time that a lot of my friends were on board and they're like, yeah, we need to stop this. This is not okay. Mm -hmm. There were totally times where I'd be doing so good. And then someone would bring something up and I'm like, goo, I need to know what happened and I need to be involved in this conversation. So it, it can take time to ease yourself out of this. But I think that the awareness of it and giving yourself that grace and knowing the direction that you're headed, you'll get there. Don't have this idea in your head that it needs to be like, I can never do this. I'm high vibe now. I can never fail or, or make these mistakes. Right. Know that we're human. You'll, you'll find your way back and you'll get there. If you have the awareness and you know where you're headed, you'll get there. Yeah. And another piece of advice when it comes to just these negative conversations in general, like I said, right now we're talking about gossiping, but it could be any conversation that's toxic or negative that your inner circle engages in. I think a big one is complaining. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's another that's very one. common one so and still have people yep. that I love dearly. Yep. All they do is complain. complain. Okay. So a piece of advice for this first, obviously acknowledge that we're just all trying to get our needs met here in these conversations, but also you have the ability to shift the conversation into something that's more high vibe. If you walk up to a conversation with people that you love and it's negative, you have the ability to change everybody's life in that situation. You can walk up to that conversation, maybe listen in on what's going on for a second. You'll probably start to feel the negative vibes in your body. You have the ability to come in with a question that is going to be uplifting or that's going to invite people to reflect on their lives and give you an answer that would be uplifting. So for example, I like to use a lot one along the lines of what's one thing that you guys are all really excited about right now. Or like Mary and I, we always start these conversations about with the the prompt, what's making you feel high vibe. So you have the ability, if you, if you love people and they're just really apt to having these not uplifting conversations, these really low vibe combos you can still have this relationship with them, but just inspire them to talk about things that are more uplifting and more exciting and more high vibe that will allow you all to evolve together. If you can walk into a negative conversation and bring something up like, what's making you guys feel high vibe? What's What are you excited about right now? What's one thing you want to accomplish and achieve this year? It'll change the game. It gets them thinking about those things where if they're on this negative thought pattern loop, they might never even consider. So you right. could be that shining light to them exactly. that starts to show them different ways of thinking, different positive things to focus on Yeah, that can change their life. Exactly. I do this a lot when somebody who I love is in a negative place and sometimes they just end up laughing. It took one of my very close family members a while because I would do this to her and she would think that I was like trying to coach her and <laughs> trying to change her. And 
that wasn't the case. I just wasn't, I was not tolerating the low energy anymore. And I would say to her, she would be bitching and complaining. And I'd say, Hey, what are five things you're grateful for? So, and not saying that it's not okay to complain sometimes because it is, but I also heard this rule the other day. I'm going to share this episode that I listened to on our, our, our Facebook page. It was such a powerful episode. This guy was talking about how he has the five minute rule. He learned it when he was about 20 years old. And basically what it is, is something bad will happen. You have five minutes and that's it to bitch, to complain, to be like, why did that just happen? After the five minutes is up, you're over it because here's the thing. We can't change the past. We can't change what happened before. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's the point? And there's, we definitely don't want to like suppress and numb and stuff down our emotions. Again, it kind of goes into like, feel your feelings. Like give yourself that way to vent, to release, to let it go. But don't get caught up in that pattern where that's all you're doing right. now. It's like, why would you want to get stuck in that shitty situation or whatever you're pissed off about? If you're stuck there, it's going to ruin everything for you. We've talked about it before. So you guys have the ability to meet your need for contribution and your need for significance and encourage others to do the same in a positive way. Totally. Just switch the conversation. So Mary and I are going to do a little freebie giveaway in our Facebook group this week. We're going to provide you guys with a few prompts that you can use to bring into these conversations or maybe even to start conversations that are more high vibe, more inspiring, more uplifting so that you are able to keep your energy in a place where you desire it to be, but also invite others to step up into their highest selves as well. They honestly, these kind of things lead into such juicy, good conversations anyways. Yeah. These are the kind of of conversations you want to be having and want to be thinking about and want to be focusing on. And when you start to do that and spread that to your inner circle, you're lifting everyone up. Right. I'm excited. You can even use this to combat the cool jacket combo. (laughs) I heard what (laughs) the cool jacket conversation. So I used to be friends with this guy who lived in Arizona and he was telling me about how him and his friend have a joke Oh, this is actually really cool. You know the show Modern Family? Yeah. So his friend that he makes the joke with is the producer of that show. What? Yeah. So they call it the Ooh. cool jacket combo. And basically it says, if you're listening to this and you're living in California, don't think that I'm hating on you because I freaking love California. <laughs> and there are some really deep, really cool people out there. But they say that there's a lot of people who are superficial in California. And this is how the conversation will go. Hey, bro, what's up? Cool jacket. And the other one will go, hey, bro. Thanks. You have a cool jacket too. Where'd you get <laughs> cool it? Jacket and it's just very, it's basically, it, it basically is another way to say service level conversation. Mm-hmm. If you want to relate it in our terms, it's like, Hey, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Right. What are you doing this weekend? I'm going to a party. What about you? I'm, I'm going to the beach. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Move on. So if you want to go deep with people, these prompts will work for that too. I love that. So our fourth tip for handling toxic and negative people and energy is conscious communication. So conscious communication is basically telling people who are dragging you down, explaining to them what path you're on, what life you're choosing for yourself, what you're creating for yourself and letting them know that at this time you don't feel like their friendship or their relationship is supporting that. It's just being very honest with people, but in a very conscious and woke way. So my biggest advice for having these conscious conversations is make these conversations about you and not about them. 
So first of all, realize that the toxic or negative person that is in your life, whether it's a friend or a coworker or an acquaintance or somebody from college that you used to hang out with all the time and now you're past that part mm-hmm. of your life and they're still kind of like lingering, those people are are or were in your life for a reason. They are your teacher. So going into these conversations just acknowledging that or even if it's a family member their their negative toxic energy is still in your life to teach you something maybe you can even give them a chance so decide you're going to have this conscious conscious conversation with them you're going to go in you're going to explain to them what needs you have in your life what needs you have for the relationship or for the friendship and give them an opportunity if you want to meet right. those needs there are probably some people that you're like, they, you know, for a fact that they're not going to be. Oh, totally. This is absolutely a spectrum. So I can share an example because I had a friend that did this. So mm-hmm. this was back and it goes back to gossip, which we mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend that before we even got into any conversation, she said from the very beginning, Hey you guys, I'm trying really hard. It might've been like around new year's. I think it was like a new year's mm-hmm. resolution. She's like, listen, this is something that I know that I do and I really don't want to anymore. And I'm not gossiping. I really don't want to be in that kind of conversation. So if you guys don't mind, can we please just not, we talk about other things while we're here. Yeah, I love that. And so did I. So bold. Because it was very bold. She did it in a way that was not aggressive. It felt like we all wanted to level up together. I love that. And I felt like I respected her more for that. Exactly. So when you do this and when you have these conversations, you are being integral to your evolved women and you're supporting the life that you actually desire and you truly want to live. But at the same time, you're giving the person on the other end permission to do the same thing for their life, mm-hmm. which can be really, really powerful. So just have the boldness to have these conversations with people in your life. And if they truly love you and if they really support you, they will honor your asks. And if they don't, then they won't. And they're not meant to be in your life right now. Right. I think there is a way and and sit on it for a little bit. If this is something that is so new to you and you're, you are feeling called like, I need to have this conversation with this person in my life, but it feels so scary and so overwhelming. Give yourself some space to just resonate on it and find a way that you can have this conversation that holds your truth and your purpose that you're trying to live in this higher self, mm-hmm. but also honoring that space, setting that boundary so that this person doesn't just continue to have their way with your energy and bring you down. Right. And if you are scared to have the conversation, dig into that a little bit. What's the fear there? What belief does it tie back to? Do you think that if you tell this person that you don't necessarily want to continue the friendship, good example. So a lot of my clients deal with this and I dealt with it too for a while. They'll be like, okay, well, my friends are big partiers, drinkers. Whenever we go out with the girls, it's a bunch of binge drinking, eating like shit afterward. And that's just not the life that I desire to live. And I need to get that across. If you're scared to have the conversations, ask yourself, what's the fear? Are you scared that if you, if these people don't like you anymore, you're no longer worthy? Does it hit your worthiness spoon? Do you think that if you share this with them in a conscious way and they get upset about it, and they talk shit about you behind your back, then that means that you're not good enough or that you're not lovable to anybody Mm -hmm. anymore. Someone's going to have that reaction to it. I think 
for me, I know when I've had these kind of conversations with people, it's trying to have it in a way that's Mm non-triggering and trying to really approach it with love. And I know sometimes immediately, I don't know how to have that. And so giving yourself that space to sit on it, how can I really communicate this in a way that I think it will be well-received or as well-received as it can be. Mm -hmm. But some people aren't going to listen. They don't want to listen. And, and that's point number five. (laughs) (laughs) So tip number five, and I think that this is when Mary had the idea for this episode, I said, okay, but I don't have five tips. I only have one. Get rid of them. (laughs) (laughs) Eliminated. (laughs) Cut them out. And that's not always possible. Right. You know, you're going to have situations where you are able to quote unquote eliminate someone from your life. And then there's also going to be situations where you can't. Right. So our tip number five is to either eliminate somebody or just distance yourself. Okay. I just gave this example to one of my clients and I've used this and I continue to use it. And I think Mary that I've shared it with you before, but I learned it from a book called bittersweet. Great book. She advises to create a list of your home team. So your home team is 10 people, 10 people who you absolutely adore, who you don't want to lose, who these people are the ones who, if you were broken down on the side of the road, you could call them and they would come pick you up. If you were going through a midlife crisis, you could call them. They'd answer your, their phone always. They'd be there for you in a heartbeat. These are your ride or dies. And these are the people who also, before you make this list, consider everything else we've already said, have the conscious communications. These are the people who want to see you grow and evolve. They want to see you come into your highest, best self. They want you to step up there, but they want to level up with you. And maybe you don't have 10 people on this list yet. Maybe you have a few and that also leaves room for more people to, to get on this list. Because here's the thing. Part of this journey is knowing and being okay with the fact that people will always come and go. Mm-hmm. Nothing is constant. Everything's always in change. And it's okay to eliminate people out of your life and to distance yourself, knowing that your vibe does attract your tribe. So as you raise and rise, you will attract more people into your life who are more aligned with your lifestyle choices and with the path that you're on. But anyways, So you make this home team list. And even if there's only a few people, that's great. You have room for more of those high vibe people to come into your life. And you just dedicate majority of your time and energy, your free time, your social time to the people on this list and to nobody else. Because first of all, it'll help you. But secondly, it's not really fair to the people who are on your home team. If you're spending your time diddle daddling with these toxic negative people who are out partying and drinking, like these acquaintances from college who still want to hang out. It's not fair to the people on your home team if you're putting your energy elsewhere. Not to say that you can never hang out with people outside of your home team, but tend to them first. I think the older you get too, our lives get busier and more complex Mm -hmm. and it's harder to have that free time to spend with your friends that you choose. So it is just being selective and that goes back to what we were saying in the beginning of who do you surround yourself with the most? And if you're surrounding yourself with people that aren't excited for you and want to see you grow and want to see you excel in life and step into your evolved woman or your evolved man, try not to be spending as much time with them. And so I think that's a big one. And it can be a hard pill to swallow. I remember going through that transition from college friends into my adult life 
And there are some that are still by my side mm-hmm. and I love them to death. And there are some that I haven't talked to in years yeah. and that's okay. It's, it is tricky. It is uncomfortable because going through that feels heartbreaking. It's almost like you're grieving this old self or this mm-hmm. old friendship that was around for maybe a short period of time, maybe a long period of time. So it doesn't always feel easy. It, it It's an emotional and uncomfortable thing. Yeah. Well, I want to point out, even if you are an adult right now listening to this and you have your adult friends, it's never too late to do this because I know for a fact, my mom she has some friends that 100% she could still distance herself from because they are toxic. They are negative. You will always be doing this. Honestly, as you grow and evolve, if the people don't rise up with you, you will always be doing this. And let me talk on real quick family members, because that's always really hard to deal with. That's a trickier one because you yeah. can't just be like, bye mom right. and dad. And you never want to talk to, to you. Right? So I'll, I'll speak to this. My parents are two of my best friends will always be on my home team. I'm very blessed. I know that this is not the case for everybody, but for me it is. And I feel that my soul is older than theirs a little. They're not necessarily on this journey, both very open to it, both very supportive, which is great, but they're not necessarily on it. And I've found ways. I think that I'm opening a can of worms that is going to go deeper than I want to right now. So I'm not going to go all the way in. But I've definitely found ways to still have a very solid relationship with them while I'm on this journey. I hold space for them to be themselves. But also, I've heard this before, and I believe it to an extent. For people who are really freaking close to you, as you grow and evolve, they naturally just have to rise up with you. Like You'll start naturally. You don't have to force them to. Your mind doesn't have to talk them into it because for so long, I try to talk my parents into being healthier, eating healthier, living a more positive life, thinking more positively, this and that. And they didn't want to hear it. I'm their daughter. They don't want to be coached by their daughter. They're already set in stone in their ways. And for a while that agitated me and it got, got to me a little. And And then I started, honestly, for a while, I did distance myself more because it was at the point where I was literally talking to my parents all the freaking time. Like people would be like, oh my God, you talk to your mom. (laughs) God bless mom. I know you're probably listening to this and I love you (laughs) and I love our conversations. But for a while, when I first started this journey, I was like, okay, you know what? Limit my time a little bit with my mom. And this goes a little bit further. Like I said, I can talk on how at the time in my life, I still had these needs that were being met by my mom. I was an adult, I was 23, 24, and my mom was still meeting a lot of my needs and still, you know, feeling a lot of my voids. She was the person who I looked to for validation and for all of that. So that played a role in this as well. But I just started distancing myself a little bit and it was hard at first not talking to her three times a day to go down to like one time a day, (laughs) but I did it and it worked. And it's really cool because I've watched as I've grown and evolved, those people like my parents have naturally just adapted to my lifestyle. And I mean, mom texted me this morning talking about how her and her significant other are going to start buying a bunch of fruits and vegetables every Sunday. And it's natural. I don't have to force it on them anymore. I hold space for them to be themselves and I continue up my path. So obviously there are all those people, but there are like the friends who don't necessarily have to be in your life, who are dragging you down, who you can eliminate. And I want to point out too, this kind of goes back to what I was saying, like what's the fear and cutting these people off. Holding on to toxic people is not worth giving up any of your happiness for. At the end of the day, everybody cares the most about themselves. 
you may be afraid to end these relationships, friendships, to have these conversations because you're worried about hurting their feelings. But I guarantee you that those people that you're worried about are thinking way more about themselves than they are you, especially Mm -hmm. if they're toxic and negative, especially if they give off that low vibrating energy. They're way more caught up in their problems and their judgments and their opinions than they are about you. You probably barely cross their mind only when you're talking to them, having conversations or being the one who's listening to them, bitching and complaining. So just be bold enough, love yourself enough. This goes back to the self-love and we'll definitely be diving into this in our event, but love yourself enough to set the boundaries, to let go of toxic people, to eliminate those relationships that are no longer serving you, that are no longer serving your highest self, that you can no longer vibe with anymore. It's okay. It happens Mm -hmm. to everybody. And once you let go of the relationships and the friendships and you accept it, you'll feel like a weight's lifted off of your shoulder and you'll really begin to be able to step up into your highest self and embody all of the things that you desire to embody in this lifetime. You nailed it, girl. And when you are able to review and look at that home team that you have surrounded yourself with, and they are all people that you love with your entire freaking heart and soul, I mean, life just gets that much better. Mm-hmm. And okay, hold on. I need to say one more thing. <laughs> Roll with it, girl. So... You may notice too, because this is something that's been coming up in my life a lot lately, actually. So I I have to speak on it. You'll grow and evolve. People will come and go. But even for me, I've been on this journey for three years. And let me tell you, it gets easier. It gets easier as you continue to do this work. I agree with that. I have somebody in my life who is very close to me, who is very, very supportive of this journey. This person has a group of friends who they're very, very close with. And this person, because this person is so close to me, naturally wants me to be friends with those friends and it brings me around them here and there, invites me to things with them. I gave it a chance and I went to something with all of them, maybe a couple of times. I can just feel the energy. Now I don't love the energy. I don't love the vibes. These people are living on ground level. They're content with their lives. They're not on the path that I am and that's okay. They can be them. They can live that. That's this lifetime for them. And that's okay. I'm not judging them. I'm going to hold space for them to do that. But going in that situation, I know that I do not want to surround myself with those people. Not to say they're bad people at all. They're awesome. And they can be fun to hang around, but they're just not people that I want to surround myself with. And they're not people that I want to live the rest of this life with. So I've made that very clear to the person who's close to me in my life. And I... I'm okay with, you know, being around them. Obviously I I get along with all of them. They're fun, but I've made it very clear to the person I'm close with that. Hey, these people just aren't, aren't the people that I want to live side by side with right now because we're on different journeys and that is so okay. But, and that was really hard. It was a hard conversation to have, Mm -hmm. but I've also noticed that because, and this will happen to all of you listening to this too, as you evolve and as you raise your vibes, naturally people are drawn to people who are more positive, who are more uplifting, who live this more fulfilling life. Because even if they're on a lower vibe, they, they would rather, obviously all of us would rather be high vibe than low vibe. So as you do this work, you will notice that there are a lot more people who are attracted to you, who want to be your friend, who want to reach out to you, who want to hang out with you. And at first it's going to be very flattering but you have to create boundaries for yourself because once again, you only have so much energy to give. You give it to yourself first, to your spirituality first, to your path first. 
than to those who are closest to you in your life, your significant other, your friends, your your closest friends, your closest family. And then you only have, and then you give it to your career or whatever you're passionate about. And you only have so much to give. So as more and more people are attracted to you, you can't just be the yes girl and let anybody and everybody in because at the end of the day, that's going to deplete you. And it's so hard when so many people desire to be your friend because you are a fun, inspiring person to be around. It's really hard to kind of create those boundaries and rules and not let those people in, Mm -hmm. but you got to do it. You have to, because you, you can't just be friends with somebody just because for their sake to make them feel included or liked or loved this is your life to worry about first. And as you do that, you will be able to show up in a more profound way for everybody who you choose to, but you only have so much to give. Nailed it again. (laughs) Yeah, that's really good. And I can resonate with that as well, because there are times where I feel so spread thin and sometimes I have a hard time saying no to Mm -hmm. things and it's no shame to those people. They are amazing people, but it is, you know, as when you have a busy, full life, mm-hmm. it, it can be hard to say yes to everything. Right. So you just have to be really conscious. Like you yeah. are in control of the people that you let in mm-hmm. and honor that, cherish that, mm-hmm. be glad that that's the way that it is. And you get to select the people that you want to spend the most time with. Right. And once again, people will come and go. We're always, always changing, always growing, always evolving. There's ebbs and flows to all of this. And that's literally a part of life. It's the beauty of it. You will learn from every single person who comes in your path and every person who leaves your path. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. So these were our five tips for Let's do a little recap. Path. Yeah. A little recap. recap. So recap the first one is to hold your vibe and protect your own energy in situations where you're feeling negative energy or toxic energy from someone around you. Yep. And ask yourself the question all the time. Is this mine? Right. Is this mine? And is this true? Second one is respond with love, letting go of the ego and not feeding into the negative and toxic energy. Right. Coming back from a place of your highest self, looking at the situation and the negativity from your heart center and really influencing the energy in the room instead of giving into it. The third one is recognizing our need for contribution and our need for significance. So seeing it not just in yourself, but in the other person as well. So once again, having compassion for the people who are having those low vibing conversations or engaging in these low vibing activities with each other, just knowing that we're all just trying to keep these needs met and you can meet them in a negative or positive way. And you have the ability in all these situations to help people meet these needs in a more positive way by giving a prompt, switching the conversation, which Mary and I will provide you with a couple of ways to do that in our Facebook group. The fourth one is the conscious communication. Yep. So Having those tough conversations. Having the bold conversations in a (laughs) conscious way, making it about you, not making it about them. And doing it in a way that feels natural and good Mm -hmm. for you. Because again, those kind of conversations I think can be so uplifting, but also having the guts, if that does mean, which kind of leads us into our fifth one, which is eliminate or distance. Sometimes it does mean eliminating someone from your life if you are able to, or just creating a little bit more distance there if it is someone that you can't just completely remove. Right. Because your happiness is worth it. This is your life to live and nobody else's. And if you are putting yourself first and taking care of yourself and honoring what you need to live a happy, blissful, expansive, inspirational life, then who is you? You are the one who has full responsibility and full control of your life. And so you have to be so intentional about showing up for yourself in that way. 
knowing that and trusting that. So those are our five tips for dealing with the negative or toxic people in your life. Please let us know how this episode landed for you. We're going to go a little bit deeper on this stuff in our self-love event, which is in one week. So it's August 5th. August 5th. And tickets are for sale. So we'll have the link in the show notes. Um, We have the link in the bios of our Instagram pages. Yep. All of them. The Her Vibe is Pretty. Uh, We'll be adding it in the Facebook group as well. And definitely join our Facebook group. It is Her Vibe is Pretty podcast. We'd love to have you there. We have some of the best conversations there. And that is where we share all the freebies. That's where we have some amazing conversations. I think it is like one of my favorite places on the internet right now. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. So join our group, buy a ticket for our event. We'll see you there. We're still looking forward to hearing how this landed for you. If you have any questions at all, please reach out. The best way is through DMs on Instagram. Ask us your questions. We will definitely answer either in the DMs or on the show. And you guys, I know I'm, we're asking a lot of you right now, but so we know that things. so many good things. Yeah. So many good things. We know that you guys are also supportive of this podcast and we appreciate you so much for that. If you could rate and review our podcast, if you haven't already, it would mean the world to us because as we get more rates and reviews, it makes the chances of this podcast reaching another human who needs this in their life right now way more likely. Mm-hmm. So by you just doing that simple thing of rating and reviewing, it could change somebody's life entirely. So we would love it if you would do that. Yeah. And every time we see a new review, we do a happy dance because you guys are the yeah, freaking best and we, we love you so very much. We love you. We cannot wait to talk to you. We can't wait to see your faces until next week. Have a beautiful weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.